0: So in great stagnation, I argue that America and many other leading economies, they've had a productivity slowdown since 1973. And part of what we can do here at Mercatus is actually help to end that by inspiring creators and supporting them. That does mean taking more chances. I think we've had a productivity slowdown for several reasons. Some are legal and institutional. Some are attitudinal. Some are simply maybe a weakness of entrepreneurship. And this is designed to help the American or indeed global economy overcome all of those.
1: Welcome to the Mercatus Policy Download. I'm your host Chad Rees. Today we have a special bonus episode for you, giving you a look inside the Mercatus Center's newest project. Those of you who have followed our work over the past year or so may have noticed an increased attention to the idea of policy moonshots—high-risk, high-reward efforts aimed at dramatically improving the world. Today we're taking our own advice. This fall, the Mercatus Center will launch Emergent Ventures, an incubator designed to fund and support dynamic and promising ideas with the potential to improve society. To talk more about Emergent Ventures, I'm very happy to introduce our special guest, Tyler Cowen. Tyler is the General Director of the Mercatus Center and the Holbert Harris Chair of Economics at George Mason University. He is the co-author of the popular economics blog, Marginal Revolution, co-founder of the online educational platform, Marginal Revolution University, and hosts the Conversations with Tyler podcast. Thank you for taking the time to come on the show today, Tyler. My pleasure. So I just described Emergent Venture in a way that probably raises a lot more questions for our viewers than it provides them any actual information. I'm just kind of curious, in your own words, how would you describe what Emergent Ventures really is about?
0: It's a new program of grants and fellowships at Mercatus. It's for both thinkers and doers. And we are committed to the idea that we are willing to accept a very high rate of failure. In fact, I will suspect we're doing something wrong if we do not have a high rate of failure. (laughs) So if someone has an idea that is potentially transformational but seems risky, or ordinary research centers, think tanks, foundations won't support it, those are exactly the ideas we want for Emergent Ventures. We are willing to take that chance. We will evaluate both the idea and the person, having in mind probably at best 10% of these will succeed, but we think the hits we have will indeed be truly transformational.
1: So I'm going to ask what is clearly a question that's too early to ask at this point, which is imagine the kinds of applicants you might really want to have participate in the program, right? Is this somebody who says, I've got a really good idea for a new nonprofit? Is this a social entrepreneur? Or is this someone who says, I've got a really good biotech innovation that's going to change healthcare? Is it one of those three groups, all of them, none of them?
0: The important point is that the application process be open and that we get some proposals that are not exactly what we had envisioned in advance. This is in some ways like venture capital. Invest in many ideas and know that many will fail. But it's not like venture capital in the sense that our goal is to make money. Our goal is to support ideas that will advance liberty and prosperity. So this could be something as unusual as someone wanting to start a new YouTube channel Someone who wants to become a comedian, but pushing important ideas. Someone who has a potential innovation in the crypto space, but maybe it's not money-making, but it could change the world for the better. Someone who has a new idea about what to study in healthcare. A young person who simply wants to contact a scholar and be put in touch with a better set of peers or a new intellectual community. Some of them will be micro-grants. Some of them may involve thinking quite big. Someone who wants to start a new media venture. Or look at the world of social media. There's been blogs, Twitter, podcasts. They've all had a big impact. But you might wonder, what's next in that universe? If someone comes to us with a potential answer to that question and they want to do it, that's exactly the kind of person and project we want to fund.
1: So I think when I first heard about this project, one of the first things that occurred to me was So we're really good at doing economic research. We're housed within a university. That's kind of one of our bread and butter projects. Something that some of our listeners may know about us is that we also have a lot of fellowship programs where we work with students. And it occurred to me that this sounds a little bit like that. Is that how you're approaching it? And what have we learned from decades of sponsoring masters in economics students or PhDs in economics that we might be able to apply to this different but maybe subtly similar way of thinking?
0: Well, two of the main things Mercatus does. First, it supports students, and second, it supports research. To do either of those, much less both, you need to be very good at spotting talent. So we're taking that comparative advantage, spotting talent and having a large network and doing something else with it. So this does build from a key Mercatus comparative advantage, spotting talent. It's not a comparative advantage of ours making money. That's not what this is about. This is about supporting individuals with new and unique visions for bringing about the Mercatus mission of a freer and more prosperous society.
1: And you already mentioned venture capital, which after I thought about our fellowship program was kind of the second model that came to mind, right, which is – my gosh, aren't there a lot of people that are kind of already doing this? If you'll indulge me a little bit, I've got a couple of different models or ideas that I just kind of like to run through with you. And maybe you can let our listeners know how Emergent Ventures is similar to that or what we've taken from that model, or maybe how it's a little bit different. And we'll just start with venture capital and angel funding, right? Aren't there investors out there already who are kind of thinking about this kind of groundbreaking moonshot ideas and, and maybe why is what we're doing a little bit different from that?
0: Venture capital to a large part, is about making money, which is great. A lot of what venture capital funds does transform the world. We are about supporting ideas and projects that may or may not pay for themselves. Now, if someone receives support from us and on their own they turn that into a profit-making venture, that's fine. Our concern is not the profit per se, but again, the quality of the idea or the inspiration or the transformational potential.
1: And what about something like Y Combinator or like an accelerator program that's really designed to get startups off the ground?
0: One thing Y Combinator does so well is, in essence, introduce individuals to new and better peer groups. And we also hope to do this with Emergent Ventures. So if people receive support, they will get networking assistance from us. They will be able to use our network of contacts. We hope to have ongoing contact with at least some of these individuals And help them out, also learn from them in turn, and give them a peer group that is more ambitious, more transformational, sets their sights more highly, works harder than what they simply would have done on their own.
1: In the last model, which I feel like I have to ask, is this just the nonprofit version of Shark Tank? Uh, Important first question. And second question, if that's the case, is Mark Cuban already involved?
0: Well, we have a bigger shark, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen the TV show Shark Tank. As I understand, there's five individuals and they make guesses as to what to support. My guess is those five people don't have the comparative advantage in spotting talent that we do at Mercatus. By the year 2020, we will have a network of alums, students we've supported. That will be a 1,000 individuals, many more faculty, many more people who have worked with us. We're in contact with a large network of institutions, nonprofit and otherwise, that deal in ideas. So again, I don't know how Shark Tank works, but I don't feel it has that kind of backup knowledge, credibility, roots in the intellectual world, but also being concerned with actually doing. And those, again, are supposed to be profit-making ventures on Shark Tank and where about changing the world.
1: I'm glad you kind of ended with change the world there because one of the things I'd like to do for our listeners is maybe pull back a little bit and put this project in perspective of your broader work as an economist. So a lot of people know you from your books, Great Stagnation, Average is Over, and The Complacent Class. And I think it's really clear from anybody who reads those that a big theme of your life's work is figuring out how the world has changed since the Industrial Revolution – why we're at this sort of innovation plateau, and maybe how we jumpstart the next revolution, right? Whatever that looks like. That's the way it looks to me from the outside, that this is sort of a natural continuation of that. Like you read your own books and said, time to do something about this. Is that kind of a fair way to think about the project?
0: Absolutely. So in great stagnation, I argue that America and many other leading economies, they've had a productivity slowdown since 1973. And part of what we can do here at Mercatus is actually help to end that by inspiring creators and supporting them. That does mean taking more chances. I think we've had a productivity slowdown for several reasons. Some are legal and institutional. Some are attitudinal. Some are simply maybe a weakness of entrepreneurship. And this is designed to help the American or indeed global economy overcome all of those.
1: So I think that probably covers most of our bases for today's special Bonus edition of the Mercatus Policy Download. I always like to give our listeners ways to keep up with our guest's work here at the end. So, Tyler, I'll plug you on Twitter. You can find him at Tyler Callen, one word. And I recommend everyone regularly read the blog Marginal Revolution. But maybe for those listeners who are interested in kind of following along Emergent Ventures, keeping an eye on it once it starts up, maybe even applying or recommending other folks to apply to the program, what's maybe the best way for them to get involved or just stay apprised of the context and the timeline for the project?
0: We're having a longer blog post go up at the bridge, which is on the Mercatus website. There will be a link to a landing page with information for either applying to or supporting what we're doing, that would be the next step you all could take.
1: And I I have a sneaking suspicion that this will show up on Marginal Revolution University at some point along the lines as well, right? Sooner (laughs) or later. (laughs) Well, great. Really appreciate your time today, Tyler. And listeners, I appreciate you tuning in for, again, a special bonus episode. So keep an eye at the bridge for this emergent ventures opportunity. Perhaps you want to apply. Perhaps you know someone who would apply. Perhaps you just want to find out what the Mercatus Center is doing to encourage entrepreneurship and following our own recommendation of encouraging and pursuing moonshots. So as always, thank you and we'll see you next time.